listening to Real Movies with Real Men, the world's first and only movie talk show podcast, baby. The only real thing keeping you from killing yourself. Come on, buddy. At least wait until the end of the episode. Oh, I will not. Hey. Maybe. <laughs> My name is Andy. With me, as always, is the guy I hope doesn't wait until the end of the episode. Oh. Muller. I, I said it. I won't, <laughs> and I stand by my convictions. Oh, hopefully we can change that. Uh, with us as well is the guy who's going to help me take a wicked photo of Muller's suicide to use for our heavy metal album cover, Brayden. hey yo. <laughs> you really screwed that one up. <laughs> I said I, I won't wait till the end of the show to kill myself. You're uh, supposed well, to say gonna... that you should kill yourself. Well, I got a goal for the episode then. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Still is working. Let's get this I'm, thing going. I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. okay. Keep it going, bud. You've confused everyone already. You have. All right. So, uh, so how uh, how about we confuse people more and talk about a movie franchise that should be dead and it apparently isn't? Yeah. What do you got? We're today, jumping Brady? right into it. My most hated movie ever of the week. Of the week is Blair Witch. That's it, not the Blair Witch or Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch. Which one is Which that? Which is the brand new The brand spanking new one that came out this year. What's this year? 2020? 2016. 2049? Yeah, in case yeah, these podcasts get recorded and put into it. Uh, one of those, what do they call those? Like a time capsule? It's like a, is that yeah, where you put, you put it like a plastic? It's like thing? a child capsule. And you bury it? You put your kids in it. Mm. Yeah. When you, you dig them back up, they're all grown up. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. if our podcast resurfaces, they'll know what year this was. So uh, the Blair Witch that came out earlier this year, The uh, basically what happens, uh, so it takes place 20 years after the original Blair Witch Project. The younger brother of Heather, Heather was the main chick in the Blair Witch Project. He sees a video clip found in the woods, supposedly, where she <laughs> went missing. He believes it holds a clue as to what truly happened to Heather and that it may in fact lead to her current whereabouts 20 years later <laughs> yeah idiots so that was my next note in all in capitals so um yeah that basically sums the movie up it's uh doesn't make any sense wait so what's he he just watches the video so okay that's he, the whole movie is him watching just, this v- some, vcr some guy sends a it's digital send i think emails him a video of a, a tape he supposedly found just like on the ground or whatever in in the woods in Burkittsville where Heather and Josh and Mike went missing like so, twenty years before. So presumably this is the tape of like the original like the original movie's tape. No, well that that tape like so in this universe like this was this was his sister so everybody knows everyone's seen the movie everyone knows what's happened it's a real event. Yeah. And um, this tape the, he doesn't know the guy said I found this tape watch it so he watches it and sees them go into a house and uh the the camera it passes by a mirror and you and i'm going to show you a picture of this it (laughs) it passes by a figure quickly and he pauses it and goes oh man you see that figure like that's i think that might be my sister we should go look for so he convinces one of his good friends and a couple other couple other friends to go out with him for the weekend of the woods and look for his sister because he it's something uh, that's always bugged him. He was four years old when she went missing sure. and was part of the search. Him and his buddy were part of the search party. They talked about it a bit when they when she went missing. He didn't even and love her then. No, he didn't. So Gosh. they... Uh, I didn't get a chance to love my own sister. So they, um, they go looking for her, basically. 
the funny part about this is that uh, this picture that so he he actually freeze frames it because the movie opens with like you're watching this video mm-hmm. and then it pauses and then it zooms out and it's him watching his computer monitor uh, okay. and he goes you see that he says to his chick friend he's like look at this that that might be her and it's a shadowy figure that looks like a CGI ogre sorry Andy I think you <laughs> sent that to you on your phone no 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 I'm no no, 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 no I'm gonna oh, show you guys the picture on my phone so it. It's like a CGI ogre. Like, there's no way it's a human girl. <laughs> okay, and, let's see it. So, yeah, I'm going to show you this picture. And, no, this isn't that picture. This is a picture later of of the same thing. Okay. But it's basically what you see. Just a little blurrier. But you get the you get the idea. Does that look like it could be his sister? <laughs> <laughs> so, what, so what I'm looking at right here, clearly, it looks like it's out of, like... Yeah, it looks... It, it looks like it's out of, like, Silent Hill I was two. literally about to say Silent Hill, for, so. it, or yeah. it might It might look like it's out of, like... Some like it, it kind of looks like Majora's Mask, like the second boss uh, form of the final boss in Zelda Majora's yeah. Mask. Like it looks, it looks like there's not really much of a torso and just a bunch of legs and arms. Yeah, a bunch coming of limbs. Of, it's like a big monster, and like the it does, you don't see the full sister. body. You see, you see like more like the head and the hair. But like you get a good enough view where you're like, it, like if anything, that's the Blair Witch. But like that's not. That's a creature. That is not your sister who it, and it has somehow like big, survived in the woods for 20 years and no one ever found her. It looks like if somebody like made a crude wood mask and then stained it with like ugly orange stain and that's the head. Like I don't know. It Yeah. How you're, you're the biggest idiot ever. Like not only does that not look like a human, it looks it doesn't it, look like a woman yeah. monster either. Yeah, and it's 20 years later. There's even if you like there's no way your sister's alive. Like maybe a year later, <laughs> but you think she just survived on her own in the woods for 20 years and no one ever again, found though. her? So he was only like 4 years old. He was old. 4 years old when she went missing. So him and his friend I mean, they talk about having memories of being on the search party and we're like you were 4, you weren't part of some say, search he, party he was idiots. Four, like like I know you, you at four, you can have uh, long-term memories and whatnot, but like you, you don't, ha- you don't have like vivid, distinct memories just because of how long ago it was. No, like, I have a and vivid. Four-year-olds dis- don't get invited. <laughs> Listen to that here, thing. I have a vivid, distinct memory of peeing on my dad's lawnmower when I was like three years old. So <laughs> yeah, and I have memories as I a remember. four-year-old watching horror movies. <laughs> but so, like, like <laughs> the specifics of like exactly how your sister looked or whatever. But, but I mean, maybe. Well, he's, he's seen pictures. But I guess yeah, I guess that. Yeah, would be true. and I, I don't think it's even that. It's like the fact that this thing could could be a sister. Maybe she was could just, be anyone. Maybe sister. she was just hideous. She wasn't that hideous. <laughs> yeah, she it's, wasn't. I rewatched it recently. She doesn't okay. look like yeah, that. Brayden. Like you're such a you're such <laughs> a retard. Like <laughs> maybe Same. you just have low standards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's. I'm being exposed here. I don't like it. So yeah, I'm unlike yeah, upper one percenter. Yeah, unlike uh, Book of Shadows. Blair Witch 2, which was the sequel to the first Blair Witch. There was a sequel? And doesn't yeah. have a Book of Shadows in it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Is there? <laughs> I have no idea why it's called Book of Shadows. Okay, I, so are, I we going, are we going back into some original Blair No, no, Witch I'm just comparing. So no, so the un, I said, unlike that one, this new one, Blair Witch 2016, uh, it's, it's very unoriginal. The, the Book of Shadows Blair Witch 2, it was just a movie. It, it, it took place a year after the Blair Witch... Uh, movie came out and it was like this big phenomenon so in this movie people were coming to Burkittsville and the movie is about a few people that go on a tour they're like oh let's go on the Blair Witch Tour and then they go on the tour like is it is it a cam cam thing oh it's just like a regular movie it's like a regular movie but they do film stuff and then they they see like they watch rewatch their film later and see things but it's not a found footage movie oh yeah it was one of those like Blair Witch was this uh, unexpected success and then they're like oh I gotta release a sequel and then they just kind of 
completely didn't understand it's like why the Blair Witch yeah. was successful. It's like you really oh, yeah. that that kind of like found footage like underdog success. Like, there's no way to recreate it. Like you couldn't no. you couldn't do another movie like that. Like that wouldn't work. And then yeah, making it like a, a more blockbuster style approach to it. There's there's no way to do a sequel of yeah. of the original Blair Witch. A no. remake maybe. Like I'm I'm not a fan of remakes, but that's a better idea for for Blair Witch than than mm-hmm. a, a, some weird sequel. Yeah, and it was a clear case of like, holy cow, we just made a bunch of money. Let's get on this. Yeah, and they yeah, and it, it was a flop. Obviously. I remember when this movie came out. Like I was, I must have, I was probably only eight or nine years old or something. And uh, no, you were younger. I was. Yeah, I been, saw it when I was thirteen in theaters. So you'd have been like, like, like you're five or two? six years older than me. I remember or? being in. <laughs> I remember being in middle school, like yeah. early middle. School. No, I was in middle school. You're only five years older. I was, older in, than I was you, in grade eight. You when jerk. That, I was going into grade <laughs> nine. <and> that, you <laughs> know. I might have seen it late though. Yeah. I, I might oh, okay. Sorry, you saw it then. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So anyway, the like the original- I, I was like seven, and like I remember hearing about it, and it was like it just seemed like this, like it seemed like if I saw it, I would I would have to kill myself because I'd be so scared. <laughs> yeah, like, and it's just like you know, so worked up. When you're and- a kid, it is scary. Like when I saw it in theaters, it's a true story. I promise. Like this is what my friends are telling. Yeah, I, it's a it's a true story. I, it totally is. And that that's what was part of the the appeal to it because like there was a lot of speculation as to if this was actual footage. Found footage was kind of a newer thing at the time, yeah. other than a couple older movies like Cannibal Holocaust. Or- yeah, Blair Witch wasn't the first to do it, but they were the no. ones to really kick it off. Yes. And when, like at the, the, fest- the, at the festivals it premiered at, there was like missing posters of the actors, like legitimate oh, yeah. looking ones on the, on the website. It's the same thing. IMDb had the actors listed as like deceased or missing or something. Uh, and the website was really cool too. And there there was... There was like a fake documentary put on the Sci-Fi Channel for actually both Blair Witch Project and Book of Shadows, uh, fake like like a mockumentary with fake interviews with residents asking the questions, and it caught it, it just it was meant to like build the hype, and they did a great job of it, and there was all this like a lot of stuff that we wouldn't experience now because it was during like the dark ages of the internet where. You know, we're like the dark ages. The dark ages things of the, put internet. On the internet. People That's just, a pretty now, great right? term. <laughs> well, it still is, but like people would like were more. I guess people still believe everything they read, but no, people are far more skeptical. Well, there now. wasn't as yeah, internet was far less regular part of people's lives, so it okay, was yeah. like it wasn't like you couldn't just be like, oh, what's this new Blair Witch movie? You type it into Google, and uh, you get like a little, even a brief history. Like this was just like, have you have you heard about this Blair Witch movie? Yeah. And like apparently. Yeah, it looks real. Apparently, it's it's real. It's like, a real story. <laughs> I don't yeah. think like like n- nowadays you someone if someone told you it was real, you'd be like, well, let me check on Google. See what yeah. Say. <laughs> Even though I think Google probably was a thing at that point, maybe there was uh, something. Nineteen ninety nine or yeah, right there, around there. there. Like, but there was probably like Yahoo or some some kind of search. Oh engine. yeah, there was Yahoo. Um, but people wouldn't. It Yahoo. wasn't a regular thing to think like, oh, I'll just, yeah. I'll just type this into Yahoo or Google yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah. So that. I just I just want to mention like isn't yeah. that like such a weird thing like I don't know if the, like I don't know if adults were like this when this movie came out but like to like to take it so seriously when they say it's a true story and you're like oh my god like yeah. <laughs> like what <laughs> like like I remember the fact that it was a true story made it so much scarier right <laughs> and it was like like was this just because I was like seven or like were older people thinking that too like was this a cultural shift I'm, that people don't care about anymore or was it just because I was a kid I think there was a bit of speculation across. All age groups. I think a lot. If it, you know, I think for even a lot of people, it was just like for a second they, they entertained it, and we're like, no, no. Yeah, but there were there were like contingents of people that I think truly believed it was real. I just, I just like, I think that feeling as a child is such a wonderful thing that like 
like the conviction and belief that that this could be like like just no skepticism at all it's like oh they said it was true like yeah. <laughs> like yeah. yeah it's like yeah. i don't know i don't even know how to describe that feeling but it's like all i can say is like it's a totally unskeptical belief like yeah. you just you're just like my friend said it was true like it must be true <laughs> i don't know it's something something funny about that yeah thing, so, so this this new one um again like unlike the actual sequel to it it was basically just a, a remake it's a found footage movie and it they they go into the woods look for the sister it's like the exact same story so it's not an official sequel then I thought I wasn't in the impression it was, but I haven't looked into this movie. At Blair all. Witch, like the yeah, new one, the new one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a. I think it's an official sequel because like it involves the original characters. But the footage he finds and you see isn't like no. The it's new footage. It's footage that yeah, wasn't see, that, found that's before. That's where it's. Conf- I would. I would. Argue the beginning conf- of the movie opens confusing. with the with the original Blair Witch Project, um, with scenes from it. Yeah, and then you see him watching this new footage too. And it's kind of spliced in there. It's weird, but yeah, that is weird. No, it's the same. It's the same. It's it's okay. a sequel. It's the same universe. Yeah, so yeah, speak. it's the guy's sister. Yeah, like, it's or, the guy's sister. Didn't you see? Well, her? it's just confusing when they throw in like new, a new video. New I know, clearly that, his that, sister. Didn't you see that monster? Yeah. Well, that's a, it's a plot device to make them go into the woods. Yeah, and do the film the same movie. <laughs> yeah, which is fine. But Why don't they just, just tell them? It's there's just free weird kids. adding this new footage when it's like you're already kind of hearkening back to the old footage. Yeah, it's I mean, I haven't seen it, so maybe they they edited it. Yeah. It's, well, it's meant to motivate him to go into the woods because he thinks his sister's out there because he's an idiot. Because why don't they just don't say that there's free candy in the woods like that? If they gotta get, get kids into the there. woods, like yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Why do we have to make all these convoluted like sister monster stories? Like here's a bunch of Mike and Ike's. Like yeah. come on, he, they would Blair would have a heyday. So the yeah, it was basically just a another like boring found footage movie. With the uh, like the modern horror movie formula put to it, so like con- constant barrage of jump scares Ugh. and shaky cam, like you didn't know what was going on for like the last half of the movie. I didn't know what was happening. Just I, I couldn't see where anyone like what was going on. It was just everyone gets split up, and it's just you're seeing their point of view, shaking everywhere, everyone's screaming, jump scares, things flying at you. It was mm-hmm. it was unbearable. Um, if I if I hadn't paid money, I, I hate walking out of movies. But like, I would have been okay if like the the film reel broke and <laughs> I'd been like, all right, sweet, I'm out of here. <laughs> it was it was a pretty it was awful experience. Yeah, it seems like at least from what I've seen of this movie, it's like I, yeah, I, like how do you recreate uh, that feeling of the Blair Witch and and like even just beyond like the the internet thing we talked about before. Um, but like the original Blair Witch having like, it wasn't littered with like jump scares. It was just like weird, almost atmospheric stuff. Like they yeah. find a bunch of like creepy, like stick figures out in the, mm-hmm. in, in the middle of the woods that weren't there before. And they're like, where the fuck is that? And it's just yeah. like trying to recreate that with like the modern horror sensibility. It's, it's just jump yeah. scares. Probably. Well, they tried it. And it yeah. But it's like, it already got, it already yeah, was done it's, in it's, the original. It's like classic reboot remake soft reboot whatever just missing yeah. missing the point or trying to recreate something that that can't be recreated yeah yeah that can't be recreated because the two things they say screw up is this the Blair Witch project is a psychological horror there's yes. not there's no jump scares or anything and this is basically and you just a found footage modern jump scare horror movie yeah like you don't like, even see the the witch no and that's the thing it's, I was, it's just the psychological aspect yeah you don't even when the movie ends you're like maybe there was never a witch like you can think that and think maybe there was just a bunch of crazy maybe uh, crazy I don't know rednecks or something in the woods or maybe they just went to the woods got lost and went crazy yeah 
Totally. And like that, you're meant to, that, that's supposed to be a, a possibility. In this new one, it's like, here's the witch. And you're like, ah, this is like freaking midichlorians all over again. <laughs> Explain the force. Maybe not as bad, but, or as sinful, but it, it, yeah, they, they really, they really screwed that up. I, f- I feel like the Blair Witch is getting a bit of a Spider-Man syndrome here with like all these reboots. First, we had the 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 Blair Witch or the original, and yeah. then and then they rebooted it into the Blair Thumb with the <laughs> the Thumb movies, and now they're rebooting it again. All <laughs> all legitimate reboots, but there's too many of them. There's way too many. So yeah. the my favorite part about this movie was um, we all saw this my my Facebook status after I saw it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I wrote while Blair, Blair Witch was a very unnecessary film and predictably bad. I must say I'm excited for the next two planned follow-ups. Blair Witch 4, Blair Witch in Space, and Blair Witch 5, Blair Witch in the Big City. So I then uh I, well, I didn't expect the reaction, but a ton of Facebook <laughs> friends started <laughs> commenting it, on it took off. Yeah, it was it was great. So I'm just going to read some of the funny ones that people posted. So one buddy read or posted Blair Witch in the Hood. Then we got Blair Witch 6 Pickup Sticks. <laughs> Blair Witch and the Crystal Skull. The Blair Witch Strikes Back. The Blair Witch Awakens. Blair Witch and the Legend of Curly's Gold. Uh, Blair Witch Civil War 2. Blair Witch 9, Witchin' Ain't Easy. <laughs> Witchin' Ain't Easy. Yeah, we got... Uh, what, you, what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> uh, Blair Witch Goes to College. That was Andy's. <laughs> Blair Witch The Naked Mile. Blair Witch Tokyo Drift, <laughs> Blair Witch Mall Cop, and Guardians of the Blair Witch. And there, there's a bunch more, but that was probably <laughs> my favorite Drift. part. Of- that doesn't even make yeah. any sense. <laughs> I think the, that was my favorite part of that movie. The proper sequence should be, you have the Blair Witch, yeah. Blair Witch 2, Blair Witch in the Big City. Yeah. And then Blair Witch 3, Blair Witch goes to college, you know, <laughs> learns a little yeah. bit about himself. And then the fourth one, you always go to space. You always go to space. You always Blair, go to space. That's Blair Witch in space. And then space. from there, it's just anything goes. It's like yeah. Blair Witch. Blair Witch in Las Vegas, Blair well, Witch 5. At that point, you need like a crossover, like Blair Witch versus Godzilla. Oh, yeah. That would be <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> you, need yeah. To, you need to bring Blair in the Witch. other elements. <laughs> Blair Witch versus Godzilla 2. Of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blair, Blair versus Alien versus Predator. That's the proper <laughs> sequence. Then you wait 30 years and you reboot it. There you go. <laughs> so, in, in closing, I just want to say, if you want to watch a good witch movie, um, a modern one, a really good one came out earlier this year. The Witch. Excellent it's, movie. Wait, is that movie really about witches, though? It's about a witch. About a witch. <laughs> Not witches. No, there are witches in that movie, you stupid idiot. Oh, Don't you remember the last yeah. scene? We're yeah, but anyway, it. the witch... Turkey. Spoiler alert. The witch is a very good movie. Spoil shitty movies. Spoiler alert. Movies. Yeah, the don't movie, spoil the, the movie The Witch has witches in it. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, sorry. Uh, really, really embarrassed to have spoiled that for you. Uh, if you want to watch a good uh, old witch movie, uh, watch Suspiria. Dude, The Witch is about old witches, man. Every witch is old. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what was that movie called? Suspiria. Suspiria. Out, oh, yeah, never... Suspiria. Came out in 97. They're actually doing a remake of it backwards? next year. Yeah, A-I-R-I-P-S-U-S. <laughs> Let's get it written down. You're drunk. You, yeah. Magic of paper. <laughs> yeah, watch Suspiria if you get the chance. Awesome. Can you watch, watch it while you're walking on this line? backwards <laughs> i don't think there's any like a, there can't be that much of a demand to see witch movies though like i know there are good witch movies <laughs> yeah but, like 
I don't really want to see a witch movie. It's like a mummy movie. I don't want to see a mummy movie. I like, I like the yeah. cool. <laughs> mummies I, aren't cool. You can never have too many mummy movies, guys. <laughs> the mummy rules. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I like the idea of like a bunch of protesters like outside, like you know, the gay pride parade. More witch movies. <laughs> you know, instead of like the Westboro Baptist Church, they're just protesting <laughs> for more witch movies. Well, you got to lead the cause because it's pretty dry right now. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. Is, this is a problem. <laughs> No Trump, more witch movies. That's the second priority. <laughs> uh, the third, no more AIDS. Is that uh, you? Got you? Is that your Blair Witch? Yeah, good. All right, Andy. All right. The the floor is on you. So, moving on to my most hated movie ever of the of week. The week. Uh, this week, I am going with. The 2014 Godzilla. With Brendan Fraser in it. With not... The mummy. None of them have had Brendan Fraser. (laughs) Uh, Not to be confused with the 1990 whatever one. That real piece of crap. Is anyone confusing that? With Brendan Fraser in it. Because there's like 50,000 fucking Godzilla. That's true. It's like you got to make sure people... There was two American ones in the last 20 years, I guess. And there's like a new one this year. A new Japanese one this year. So. Right. I okay. mean, there's a new Japanese one every year. No, that's, like. not, that's not true. They took a, they took some time off for a while. Japan I, is always being crushed by Godzilla. I they're promise They're scared you. of Godzilla. Yeah, um, they are. So I just uh, wrote up a nice little plot synopsis so that all the listeners understand exactly uh, what this movie is about. And uh, So... Godzilla returns to America for his greatest threat yet, a monster so imposing, so powerful, so grave, it has brought all before it into ruins. Roar! (laughs) I speak not of a three-headed hound, a mechanical monstrosity, or a fire-breathing behemoth. No, dear listeners, the beast I speak of walks a path of devastation, the likes of which have never been seen before. I speak, of course, of the screen-time-stealing, time-sync, nap-inducing beast known as the generic modern action movie man. (laughs) Aaron Taylor Johnson takes starring role for some reason in this mostly actionless, monsterless action monster movie. Johnson, hell-bent on destruction, steers the entire direction of the movie towards some broad who I guess is the mother of his child or something. (laughs) Determined to take Godzilla's own movie away from him, is there anything Godzilla can do to face such wrath? Will Godzilla, Brian Cranston, and Ken Watanabe learn to come together and work as a team in time to spare this movie from a life of completely uninteresting protagonists and overly long run times? Roar! (laughs) I I just want to mention that... uh you know, as the fraudio engineer here, I've really coached Andy on when to put his mouth away from the microphone when he's talking loud, right? But he said that he did that every time he said roar, even though he said it at the exact same volume. <laughs> and then he turned away because, because of the onomatopoeic implications of the word roar. <laughs> so Listen, motherfucker, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> so um, what's his name? Aaron Johnson? Aaron, Aaron Taylor Paul? Johnson. That's Most people will know him ass? as Kickass. Okay. Oh, that's just gonna guy. call him Kickass, right? Yeah, it was great in that movie. In that one. In that, that one, one Kickass. <laughs> not that. He's that actually he's one. not a bad actor, uh, but his his character. Oh, is he in the second Kickass too? He's Kickass. He you is dumbass. Kick-ass, of, course, <laughs> of course, he's in the second one. Kickass. They didn't take a bold. I'm punk ass. I'm gonna bring in Kickass. Yeah, we're gonna kick your ass over here. Yeah. Oh, anyway. oh, good, good joke. Um, so my main uh, problem with this movie, the, the the one thing I want to get across most, 
Uh, it all comes down to not enough of this and too much of that. And I'll get uh, more into that. But that's, that's my main uh, thesis. That's what she said. <laughs> um, and I, th I think right away my, my first point is probably fairly obvious of what is there not enough of in this Godzilla movie? I know you haven't seen it, Muller, have you? Have I have only seen the Matthew Broderick. The, sorry, the... Uh, ah, crap, I can't remember. That's his name. The mummy That's guy. Me. No, it's... Brendan no. Fraser. I've only seen the Brendan Fraser mummy. Anyway, <laughs> Muller's drunk. In 1998. Um, but you, you've seen the... Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So oh, what, yeah. what would you say immediately there's not enough of? Uh, two things come to mind. Uh-huh. Brian Cranston and Monsters. Well, Godzilla, that's the first point. <laughs> okay. And so monsters. Yeah, yeah. Being general, um, but, Godzilla's okay. not a monster. Who the hell are you um, guys? This is wonderful, an man. over just over two hour runtime. And in mm -hmm. that, like the movie's titled Godzilla, so that that's that should be your mo main focal point. Is there a Godzilla um, Goes to Space movie, by the way? Oh, probably. He's fought like mechanical versions of himself. There, Godzilla there must fights have been. the Power Rangers. I think there was one where he was on like the moon. Yeah, have that's to look awesome. That, up, that's that's awesome. that actually sounds awesome. Yeah, but, that's what we should <laughs> watch so next. Of, of the just over two hour runtime, I want you guys to take a guess at how much screen time does Godzilla get? Now, before you answer, this when I say screen time, that includes like little shots of like his tail on the news Everything. and stuff. Every little snippet okay. of Godzilla. It might be higher than you think, but just take a guess at how much screen time. I'm going to say one millisecond. No, it's, it's uh, they, they were a little more generous. 10 than minutes? That. That's very funny. <laughs> Do you want to take a, a, a serious <laughs> test? Yeah, I, I, I have, I've looked it up, so I already know it's somewhere in the 10-minute range. 10 minutes so. and 46 seconds. That's a shame. The movie titled Godzilla has 10 minutes of For Godzilla. For 130-minute like runtime? Uh, it's like 2 hours and 4 minutes, something like that. So it's like 7% like like of the movie or something like that? And like I said, like, some of that... Like this some of it's just This tail. isn't like 10 minutes of yeah. solid Godzilla action. Some of it's just like... His tail, or his, or like the the, 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 the <laughs> like the spine of his back coming yeah. out of the coming out of the it's water pee -pee. on the news, and they're like, "Oh, what's that?" Like, that includes that. Like, that is pretty fucking abysmal. And I understand that's depressing. Like, like yeah. depressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's depressing because like. I don't know if you remember oh. like the initial like teaser trailer for it. It was a pretty good teaser. Yeah, trailer. Brian Cranston's freaking out. In like, it. yeah, and they teased it. Yeah, Brian Cranston was playing like mm -hmm. Looney. Like, you don't understand. Like, love the man. Uh, um, oh yeah. I understand like what they were doing, and like this is, or, or sorry, what they what maybe how they could have spun such a thing, um, is if they had followed the more classic monster movie formula, which I'm gonna go over uh, just for people who maybe aren't familiar or don't know what I'm talking about. Um, like the monster movie formula, like how so you handle monster sorry, movie, meaning like, like we're not talking about like, a horror movie. We're talking like uh, even, or even anything. horror movies with like a monster. Sort okay. Of type. Okay. So like so something like something like alien, what the original okay. alien? Um, it's, it's basically like three different points that I think makes up the monster movie formula for one hour and a half long. Now this does trans transcend monster movies, but it's like, you really shouldn't go past an hour and a half in a monster movie. Like there's like, you don't need to cover that much. So, Really, every minute you go past that one hour and 30 minute, it's, it's, you're, you're on borrowed time here. So when you go half an hour past it, that's pretty egregious. It's acceptable in other movies, but a monster movie, it's a bit too much. So yeah, hour and a half uh, long. That, that's the first part of the monster movie formula. Second part is either hide, tease, or build up your monster 
for the first hour or so. Maybe, maybe even less than that. You, yeah, like shots of its tail, of its spine, maybe like a single flash of it or something. Like don't, don't expose it up, but hype it up. Hype up little hints of them. Build up the threat so that when he does show up, you can take that last like half hour, give or take, of just solid monster goodness. Like, so, and, and you've earned it because you've built up the hype. So maybe that's what they were trying to do, but Jesus, an, an hour and 50 minutes for, for like a 10 yeah. minute buildup <laughs> or, or less because that, that. So what, um, I know you said there's 10 minutes, 46 seconds. 10 minutes, when 46 do you seconds. first see Godzilla? Uh, I think early on, like you see, like okay. like the the nest, like they show some researchers, okay, uh, looking for. And like, then you don't see him for a long time, though, right? No, you see, I I, th- I think it's maybe like half hour in when you first start to see like some bit of monster okay. goodness, like when when they go to Japan, and it, it's been a while since I've seen okay. it. It, it. It's it's not like the specifics of that that makes me hate that, but just like that overall feeling. I remember being in the theater. And like thinking, okay, they're doing the monster movie formula because it did feel like they were building it things did. up uh, nicely yeah. for a little bit. Um, but then it's like it got to like an hour and forty-five, and I'm like, oh Jesus! Like we still haven't got any like like great monster movie goodness yet. Like it's an hour and forty-five. Like how much am I gonna get? And it's like, yeah. oh, like fucking five minutes at the end of the movie is the actual monster battle. Does um, Godzilla die? No, no, of course not. They got, you got to set up sequels, motherfucker. You can't kill them in the first one. Well, he died in space. I don't know. I don't know how Godzilla works. I don't even remember if he died in the 98 one. All I remember from the 1998 Godzilla was worms. Just a bunch of worms, like, in the mud. Oh, early on. Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) That's all I remember about that movie. And I remember eggs, I think, at one point. There maybe would have been, like, Velociraptor Godzillas or something, like, little ones. Um, I don't know if that was true. You're thinking of Cloverfield? No, I didn't see no. that. So yeah, anyway. Don't you spoil Cloverfield for me. Even when it when it finally actually gets to the monster goodness, like uh there is some some good monster fight scenes, save your story for now. Um but it's it's a lot like it's like there's the fights at the end between Godzilla and some other monster. Uh it's kind of uninteresting. There's some good stuff in there, but it's like it's kind of dark and it's all just a big CGI fuck fest. And I understand why, you know, Godzilla, they, they're trying to avoid the, the Japanese style of the, the rubber, uh, the rubber, the guy in a rubber suit. Stopping on miniature buildings. Yeah. <laughs> but it would have been nice if they tried to do. It would have been nice if there's a few miniature thing. buildings in there and a few rubbers. I mean, there. I would be all for it, but I can see, I can understand. Oh, so I can sweet. understand trying to take a serious take on it why they didn't <laughs> want to do CGI that. The CGI Godzilla who's like so monstrous and then all of a sudden there's just a shot of a guy in a suit. So <laughs> yeah. Back to the CGI. My point being is that it like it finally, after an hour and 50 minutes, gets to some, some sweet monster goodness. And then it's 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 not good enough. It's not good enough. To, it, it's good. It's decent, but it's not good enough to forgive the first hour and fifty minutes. Um, so now that'll segue into my next point here. Uh, that that buildup, that first hour and fifty minutes, contains too much. This is my too much part of the argument. Uh, too much, Aaron Taylor Johnson, uh, otherwise known as Kickass to most people. Like this movie spends the vast like the the vast amount of that first hour and 50 minutes dedicated to to kick ass trying to reunite with his his wife and kid like he's been away on some military some boring military tour prior to the movie beginning and he's finally 
returning home, and then all this Godzilla shit. Uh, He's goes married off. to Brian Cranston. Was that? He's married to Brian Cranston. No, we'll get His to wife? Brian. We'll oh. get to Brian. Cranston. Oh yeah, Don't we you worry. Um, so yeah, it's like it spends so much time of him just trying to reunite with his with his family because yeah at, like i said as he's about to go reunite with them all this godzilla shit goes down so it puts a, a hurdle in reuniting with them it's like it's it's just the worst following this character for that long because he is just like one of almost a poster child for the generic boring like bland action protagonist like I, I'm okay with them uh, taking the Godzilla movie, having a human protagonist, making it uh, relatable, and then giving him a nice arc, but it's wasted on, on, on an uninteresting character and an uninteresting arc. Like, I, I don't really care about some guy trying to reunite with his wife and kid if you're going to spend an hour and 50 minutes in this Godzilla movie doing it. Yeah, you know, a little bit of time is fine. And yeah, like, his arc doesn't really it doesn't really mirror Godzilla's monster threat. Like it doesn't have any kind of parallel or deeper meaning, which it doesn't have to be super deep because it's Godzilla, but it's like, it doesn't, it's not interesting. It's, it, it's just yeah. a really uninteresting protagonist. And it's like an hour and 50 minutes following this motherfucker. It, it, it's just awful. Um, which, so my third point of why this movie uh, fucking sucks this is back into the not enough territory, which uh, you had nailed uh, right away when I asked earlier. Not enough Brian Cranston. And I'll actually uh-huh. extend this a little bit to not enough Brian Cranston and Ken Watanabe, the Asian. He fellow. was good too. Yeah, he's good. the guy from Heroes? I don't know. I never what, watched him in Nissan Versa. What is he from? He I, know his, I feel like I know his name, but maybe not. Uh, I mean, he's been in like quite a few. Uh, like Japanese movies, I oh, think, okay. and he's in like yeah. a bunch of American stuff. I'm not overly familiar with okay. him. I just really liked him in this movie. Like, I think most notably, the other movie you might remember him in was Inception. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, that's, that's he played Joseph Gordon-Levitt in, in Inception. Inception. So yeah, not that I'm like a, a diehard fan of his, like I am Brian Cranston, um, but he's great in it anyway. But yeah. yeah, so it's not enough of those two because you look at Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston, uh, I, I don't need to go too much into this. He's obviously a, a fucking fantastic actor. Yeah. Like, no. I wish he was in more stuff. Like, you don't see him in a lot of movies nowadays, obviously more since Breaking Bad. But, God, he's just always given it his all every fucking time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's always a solid performance, even down to something like Godzilla, where it's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. you really didn't need to, to, to go, you know, too all in. It's just a fucking Godzilla movie. Like a modern, <laughs> you're still awesome in it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, his his character's uh, his character is he's a former lead engineer at a nuclear power plant, I think, in Japan, um, where where shit goes down. I think they're testing nuclear stuff, and then all of a sudden it's a Godzilla attack, but they don't really know what's going on. And uh, spoiler alert for this crappy movie, uh, like his wife also worked there, and then she couldn't escape. Uh, the threat as this nuclear power plant was coming to destruction due to uh, presumably Godzilla. Um, so then this was like uh, at least 20, 30 years prior uh, to the events of the the mm. actual movie. It's like a little, uh, little backstory on him they show early on. And it's all really good stuff because it's like now you've given him, like you've given him a story that ties in really nicely with Godzilla because it's like he's, He's had a history with this thing because like his wife died and he worked at this nuclear power plant. Um, he has a vested interest into what this thing actually is and trying to expose it. 
and trying to figure yeah. out what it is and stop it. Like that's a great little tie-in for a, for a Godzilla movie. Like there's your fucking protagonist. Mm-hmm. There he is. Uh, and the, and the eye candy, the real eye candy. He's a good looking man. Yes, he is. Good looking man. You think so, Muller? Eyes are falling asleep, <laughs> better. <laughs> Would you do Brian Cranston? Uh, don't lie. You're you're damn right. I would. <laughs> he didn't lie. He didn't lie. Okay. Um, that was me doing Brian Cranston right there. <laughs> yeah, you, you beefed it a little bit, but anyway. Um, <laughs> no. So the other the other half of this point is the not enough uh, Ken Watanabe, and I, I did have to look up how to pronounce his name. I actually, okay. I've, I've spelled it out phonetically for myself. <laughs> Watanabe. Um, yeah, there's not, a, there's not enough of him, too, because, like, he's... Again, I haven't seen a lot of his stuff, so I can't speak about his overall legacy or anything like that. But he's really great in this movie, like, this kind of uh, very serious, soft-spoken scientist dude. So his role in the movie is he's a scientist investigating the potential threat of an unknown uh, monster. And, like, he's just a researcher that's been following this nuclear activity, I think, because Godzilla's uh, notoriously nuclear for whatever reason. Um... And it just ties in nicely because it's like now you have this kind of, I don't know if he's an independent researcher or government funded, but he's this guy kind of looking into this stuff like without a lot of oversight and either the government's like trying to cover it up or just not believing him. Um, And it's just like that's a pretty easy tie in to Godzilla. Like I, I think. And then when I start to think about it, the pairing of these two actors and those two roles is a fucking perfect like human element to have in a Godzilla movie to to have Godzilla in the background for the first hour and then come into the forefront like that like this movie doesn't sound so bad at all but that's you not need, what it is you just need an hour and a half of yeah. this you, yeah that that's what you're getting that, that's like, what you think that's what you think you're getting about half an hour through it you're like oh this is gonna be cool yeah because yeah. I, I start thinking about it and I'm like oh okay like like because they introduce both these two characters very early on and it's yeah. just like okay Brian Cranston yeah, he's lost everything he's just coming across as this cra- this crazy conspiracy guy and then an actual scientist who's who's find, found hints of this but the government is either hiding what he does or doesn't believe him it's like I want to see these two pair up and become like the 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 Mon- like buddy monster monster movie cop <laughs> movie like yeah. it's a buddy cop <laughs> movie but with those two investigating monsters like that sounds fucking Awesome. It would have been perfect. Have that movie be an hour and a half with those two as your protagonists. Fucking like that, that both of those things tie in really nicely with Godzilla. Um, that's what the new Japanese Godzilla would have been. If Brian Cranston knew how to speak Japanese, that's true. (laughs) They had to leave him out though. But instead of, of doing, uh, an awesome buddy monster cop movie, uh, they spend the entire time, uh, Focusing an unforgivable amount of time on less interesting things, which brings me to my fourth point, is that there is way too much Aaron Taylor Johnson <laughs> in this fucking movie. Like, so instead of Brian Cranston, Ken Watanabe, buddy monster cop movie, we get uh, generic uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson uh, military guy. Why is he so generic? Because there's just nothing to his character. Like, the, he's just, there's no personality there. Whereas when you look at the other two roles that I just discussed, it's like there's quite a bit of personality and tie-ins to Godzilla. Whereas, like, he's just a military guy who happens to get caught up in this, but only because he's trying to get back to his wife and kids. So it's just... Propaganda. Not like, it's the U.S. trying to support the military now. Like, this, this, gets, re- this gets really bad, the, the Aaron Taylor Johnson... Uh, overabundance it gets really bad when it's like so we finally actually do get to the monster goodness at the end of the movie 
and it's still littered with scenes of Kick-Ass trying to do some boring military op shit. Like, they, they go in and out of the monster stuff to go back uh, to Aaron Taylor Johnson uh, doing whatever. Like, <laughs> whatever boring shit. So it's like, yeah, we, he's finally, so boring. we finally do get to the monster shit, and now it's cutting back to it. And it's just really egregious when it's like you're finally watching monster stuff, and you're like, fucking sweet monster stuff. And then it's like it cuts over to, to Aaron Taylor Johnson. You're like, ah, oh, fuck. It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's just becomes, it's like drinking a, a, a cool glass of water uh, in like the summer heat and it just upsets your stomach. It's just, it's, it's, it's too polarized <laughs> because those two things don't go well together. I, um, I've never had that happen. That's uh, the thing. I don't know what you're talking about, but. That's because you don't work. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a real I job. You. <laughs> if you did, you might experience uh, such a thing. Um, so another thing, another argument I'll make for why this is just a dumb thing in the movie, my point five in this movie. So after some legit, like, good monster battle finale stuff, the ending gets kind of dumb, like, after the battle, after, after the climax. Uh, I don't quite the, remember what happens. So what, what happens is uh, Godzilla defeats the other monster. Like they, there's two of them, I think, right? Yeah, there's some other monster, and, and which is fine because, like, I like to trying to harken back to the Godzilla versus this other monster thing because that's what the old Japanese ones were like. There was always yeah. another monster, f- other than, like, the first one and probably a couple other ones. Uh, What's the other monster? I don't even remember. I think it looked just like the Cloverfield monster. It looked a it looked bit like, just it, yeah. like kind uh, of like that a guy's re- sister on the Blair Witch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> yeah, might as well be. <laughs> so anyway, Godzilla defeats that monster, and then like the ending, like uh, kind of epilogue, sort of, is everyone thinks both monsters are dead, and everyone's a little sad because they started to recognize Godzilla was trying to defeat the other monster. And then Godzilla, Godzilla turns out he's not dead. He wakes up in like the middle of the city and he starts to walk back to sea because I think he, right. he lives out in the sea because that's where he first came from. And it's just, it's kind of like silly the way they portray it because everyone's like celebrating. They're like, yay, Godzilla's waking up and, and, and he's, as he's walking back to sea. But the thing is, is like Godzilla's a wild monster and you have no fucking clue what his intent, intent was. Maybe he was just destroying this other monster. Like yeah. even if it kind of seemed like, oh, he's trying to save the city or whatever. It's like, he's still a wild monster that just showed up like a day ago that you know nothing about. <laughs> and here he is like walking off to sea and everyone's all like celebrating their fucking like fist bumping Godzilla as he walks past. Him. <laughs> <laughs> like, he looks over to like Emilio Estevez in the crowd and gives him the nod of approval. Yeah. Like it's just, it co- that's what it comes across as to me. And it's so fucking dumb. Cause it's like, this is Godzilla and everyone's giving him like this, this standout cheer as he walks back, back home. But it's like, dun, 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 you guys dun, should all be fucking terrified. Like, Oh fucking yeah. shit. He wake he waked up again. And like, get the fuck out of here. We don't know what he's going to do. What are you doing? You know the victory song? <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's yeah, Godzilla's doing the fist bumps. Whatever, shut up. So it just, I, I, like, I like the idea of Godzilla being like the hero, because I think that's where a lot of the old Japanese ones went. I, I haven't watched many of them, but like... I like this idea of Godzilla being the hero, but their portrayal of it is a little silly considering like the catastrophic like two-day event that they just went through without any real information on what Godzilla's doing here or what he could yeah. do and how fucking destructive this thing is. Um, 
but yeah, I think uh, you have a, a pretty great story yeah, about the ending of that movie. Yeah, so I saw this in the theaters, and uh, during the, the last fight, I don't know if it, I think it's the final kill, because Godzilla's fighting two things, I think. I, I think there might be a couple of them, but yeah. there's, there's one big monster. Yeah, I think there was two of them. Yeah, yeah so this is the one. It was like the main threat of the movie. This was like because uh, he's because the yeah. if Godzilla's barely in it, how much do you think the main threat is barely in it? <laughs> Not at all. So Godzilla's fighting this thing, and it, he's going for the kill. It's like the final blow. And Godzilla, it, it's actually pretty sweet. He, it's awesome. He opens the mouth of the other thing and. Uh, like lets out this huge like his blue fire into its mouth. Oh, that's awesome! Uh, it looks rad. He like, just lights the thing up and it dies yeah. or whatever. But as he's doing it, like he grabs the thing and just opens its mouth. Um, the guy, the guy at the back of the theater. It was a very fairly empty theater. The movie had been out a while, so there's you easily heard him. And he's way at the back, and all of a sudden, as, as soon as Godzilla's grabbing the thing, I hear, "Yeah, do it!" <laughs> <laughs> Some dude, he was just totally just into it. I loved it. Jacked on it. Yeah. That, was so, that was the best part of the movie. That's so funny. So awesome. Like he was either just like so into it, or he was just like me, just waiting for some monster goodness. Yeah, yeah. And you finally got it there. And you just yeah. couldn't contain himself. Like, I love. I love that story. Yeah. That's a. That's a great fucking story. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. So I have. Sorry, did you want to say something? No, no. Are you? Uh, I I have uh, one last point uh, quickly on why this movie fucking sucks ass. No rush, take your time. And that my point is, uh, Jesus fucking Christ, they're like enough with the goddamn Aaron Taylor Johnson in this fucking movie. <laughs> like, it's just, again, it's like I talk about like these cool things and, and like as if spending so much time with, with, with kick-ass wasn't enough. Like his whole purpose in the movie is getting back to his boring wife and kids like who every. also get a lot of screen time. I know, <laughs> like, like, and, and they're probably even more fucking boring than he is. Uh, Th- this, like, whole, this whole time, I'm just picturing like the Green Day music video for s- when September ends, and it's just all about <laughs> some Iraq soldier like coming back. To Almost, his life. that's actually like, pretty fucking close. That's <laughs> yeah, like a good comparison. That's all I'm thinking about. Like, I just like I can't even remember what Aaron Taylor uh, Smith. Smith, I don't know. yeah, yeah, uh, it looks like. So I'm just like I'm just imagining the exact yeah. guy from that music video. <laughs> yeah. Um, so again, I'm gonna bring it back to it's like instead of Brian Cranston and Ken Watanabe, buddy Monster Cup movie, uh, we 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 get Elizabeth Olsen who plays his wife as as a nurse helping old oh, people yeah, and other fucking Olsen? losers escape the monster threat. And it's like yeah. I, I I don't care. I don't care in my Godzilla movie what happens to the old people in the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't get, like maybe have a single scene of that scene. Oh, what what are they going to do with the people in the hospital? But because it's his wife, it's uh, she gets a lot of fucking screen time. Like her, like yeah, trying to reunite with him, but also trying to protect you know all the people in the hospital and all all the sick people. And it's like oh fuck, <laughs> it's <laughs> off. That's why when when Hollywood gets a hold of like a big genre, it's like they want to try to make you they they add the emotional side of it and. It, it, I think it kills it. Man. I think this was pandering because it's like they wanted to pander to the people who just want a generic action movie. So you have Aaron yeah, yeah, Taylor sure. Johnson, yeah. but then it's like, oh well, what about the like the guys who want to see generic military man? What about their girlfriends? Okay, we'll have we'll have a bunch of screen time totally. for yeah. Elizabeth uh, Olsen as a nurse. Yeah, she sucks, man. I just had the weirdest like. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're like pandering to being generic, like. 
things are getting so confusing with like targeting audiences I know. now. Like that's such a confusing idea to me. It's like, yeah. how do you? <laughs> well, yeah. oh man, yeah, I didn't even. Sorry, Point taken, man. On. Point taken. Yeah, because yeah. it's like when when it when it comes to monster movies, nobody likes wives, and especially nobody likes. Children, I don't want to see any of that shit when I'm trying to watch Godzilla or Brian Cranston be yeah. crazy, try to convince everyone that Godzilla is What, what, what is else real. is a bunch of other elements? It doesn't have to be in this Godzilla that you really don't want to see in a go- in a monster movie. It's like I, I guess I don't know. I don't want to well, see lightsaber well, battles. I guess. I yeah, I don't want to see Godzilla doing like Matrix ninja flips because <laughs> that's always the go-to uh i don't you don't want to see political things much which ironically like a lot of the japanese ones are known for like boring political stuff and then oh, godzilla, and then godzilla shows up oh that's awesome <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. um uh, but yeah like i don't i don't want to see the godzilla as the depiction of the one or anything like that like, i don't want to see uh birthday parties yeah, at one. any point unless the birthday parties yeah. are being crushed by godzilla's feet more so than all of these <laughs> I don't want to see your fucking wife, and I don't want to see your fucking child. Like, keep yeah. that shit. Unless they're being stepped on by Godzilla. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Keep that. Uh, yeah, maybe if How they, great would it be if at the yeah, end of this maybe movie they, his wife they spend gets like They spent on. like 35 minutes like with his wife and kids, and you're like, oh, fuck. And, and just in like a really quick, like hard cut, she just gets stomped on. Yeah. Unexpe- <laughs> on like, Kind of like that, uh, that yeah. Hulk Loki scene from the Avengers where all of a sudden he just grabs him and he's throwing nah, his like... It would even, be that that scene was too uh, like comedic. E- even harder. It's got to be a harder. Like whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I just, yeah, I don't want to see the foot come up. I want to see brains and blood. <laughs> but like, I just want it to be spot. like really like they don't build up to it. Yeah. it's just all of a sudden like a scene oh. where she's like just walking down the street like got her head covered, and then just boom, a fucking foot comes down and crushes yeah. the fucking ball. Do, do you know if there are any like really gory Godzilla movies anywhere? Oh, I don't, I don't know. think so. It's like Godzilla has oh, kind of had this. It's like it's one. There must of, be a horror like. It's one rip of. T- off. I think it's just one of two directions. It's usually like almost super hammy, super campy guy in a in a rubber suit uh, portraying Godzilla and the other monsters, or like the the uh, Hollywood trying to Americanize it, and then they never get it right. But they do show that they could have got it right. Like like Brian Cranston and Ken Watanabe in this movie are a good example of like, oh, you could have portrayed this actually in this serious tone that you did. Um, but yeah, so that 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 that's kind of my that kind of summarizes uh, my thesis. Do you have um? So uh, I had an idea for it would be great if you had an alternative movie poster slogan for for this movie. You know how when you're when you're looking at the poster and it has the Godzilla whenever what got I don't know what do they say Godzilla is back again or some like thing. A pull, a pull quote from yeah, a pull quote. You got, do, do you have do you have an alternative line. one for how you would summarize this movie or? Uh, no. I mean, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Uh, uh, roar. Sounding exactly like that. Like, like not a monster roar. Roar. Just that, uh, roar. Yeah, maybe a question. Yeah, Br- yeah. I, Brayden, do you have one for Blair Witch? I'd like to. Well, the the movie the movie poster quote. Uh, it's just so good. It says, if "There's something evil hiding in the woods." Um. Watching this movie, I wanted to run into the woods. So I was like, <laughs> I, I would have rather the Blair Witch come and kill me than watch this movie. So that that entire that's not thing. A that's that, my that slogan. That entire sentence of yes, you saying it, I'd rather the Blair my... Witch had come and. <laughs> no, I don't have a slogan. I, that movie just it, it sucked. Or oh. Blair. Oh, I, I guess it wouldn't be Blair Witch. It'd be like. 
Blair Witch because you, you see her, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. So both both of your guys's <laughs> we got onomatopoeia coming up again here. Both of your slogans are things that you can't really read well on a piece. You'd have to have well, an audio be just recording. A, a little yep. like frown, a frowning face emoji. After <laughs> Blair Witch. Well, no, just just think of seeing like the the super serious Godzilla poster, and then like at the bottom of it, it's like New York Times author says. Roar. roar like with the r a w r like yeah. kind of the cutesy roar but like <laughs> yeah. yeah i guess mine would have been because you know at the end of blair witch you know the whole standing in the corner thing would have been like i would have rather st- stood in a corner for 90 minutes than <laughs> than watch this <laughs> what <laughs> you've seen the movies it makes sense okay cool so ladies and gentlemen real movies with real men have our first advertiser already it's only the second episode okay huh? they're already oh. clamor are already yeah. clamoring for it even yeah, though we're no all heard any of this the, the, the key the, so the strategy that i've taken is that if you sell out right away you never really sold out in the first mm-hmm. place so um so okay so let's uh let's read this thing off do uh are, are you having trouble remembering who you are uh, try Alzheimer's Anonymous, where nobody knows who you are, and neither do you. Uh, go down to aa.com slash men and put in the promo code REALMEN uh, to get 10% off your first visit to uh, Alzheimer's Anonymous. So, uh, you know, Alzheimer's Anonymous is a really great service. You know, uh, a lot of people I know have Alzheimer's. They're really embarrassed to tell their family that they don't remember who they are. You're embarrassed to talk to your wife and say, I don't remember having sex with you last week. And I mean, it is embarrassing. What kind of fucking idiot doesn't remember who they are? Yeah. I, I know. I mean, look at this. You got you got a bunch of Alzheimer's shamers here. So, uh, you know, if you want to deal with it and have some community for your Alzheimer's, uh, remember that's the slogan. Nobody knows who you are, and neither do you. So that's aacom slash men promo code real men. I mean, probably appropriate to the demographic listening to this uh, show because my my brain's fucking scrambled after watching all these horseshit movies. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I want to forget. These yeah, if you don't have if you don't have <laughs> Alzheimer's, but you want to forget. You can go to the uh, Alzheimer's Anonymous anyways, and maybe some of that will yeah, maybe, uh, maybe kind of bleed off onto you, and you'll be able to forget these maybe, movies. Maybe this is a bad advertiser, because people just like, oh, fuck, I wish my brain didn't remember all this, sh- this <laughs> shitty movie. Yeah, yeah I, I so like my gonna, Alzheimer's. Uh, we're going to have to boot this advertiser. <laughs> is, it, are you, is this for people who are addicted to forgetting things? Yeah, uh, that's what <laughs> Alzheimer's is. It's like it means you're a terrible person because you're addicted to it. You're, I can't stop forgetting. <laughs> I can't yeah. stop forgetting. I can, I can stop anytime I want, <laughs> but I still want to. <laughs> Sorry, no, this is serious. It's, I shouldn't be making fun of these people here. So, all right, on to my. I, I got I got a lot of hate right now going on, and I am really, really, really raring to go. So, my most hated movie ever of the, of week. the week is. The Walking Dead TV show. Oh! <laughs> Which is not a movie. Yeah. We're breaking all the rules here of real movies with real men. Yeah, breaking a lot of rules. So here, let me, uh, here's, let, let's, uh, let's get into it. So, Rick Grimes, Sheriff Rick Grimes awakens in an empty hospital after being shot. He looks around to see a completely different world. His son Carl has become a horrible, cringe-inducing child actor. Crazed gangs rape and pillage the earth in the most violent manner, yet one thing terrifies them the most, saying the F word. To top it all off, it seems that entire seasons of his life are stuffed full of filler episodes that don't further the story at all. Also, there are zombies. 
How on earth will Sheriff Grimes get out of this piss poor production? Let's find out. So, I just have a question. Did did Rick Grimes wake up in the hospital 28 days later after <laughs> after he got hit by a car? Is that what happened? Did he get hit by a car it, on a bike? Or is that 28 days later? It, well, in, in, in The Walking Dead, he gets shot. He's a sheriff. He's in a gunfight. Uh, him and his partner in a gunfight. He gets shot. He wakes up like oh, two yeah. months later in the hospital. Okay. Somehow he's still alive. It was this, this, so the scene of him waking up is the exact same scene from 28 Days Later, which is another zombie movie. He wakes up in the hospital. That one was probably yeah. done better. They just put uh, his face over Celia Murphy's body. <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> well, I have a better question. Uh, have you confused uh, The Walking Dead for... A 40-hour-long movie. Your <laughs> most hated movie ever segment. I have not. Uh, you can go screw yourself. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. So let's get into it. So this, this show started, directed by Frank Darabont, guy who did The Shawshank Redemption, like, you know, a timeless classic. I, I, he, Has anyone else of, seen that? I, I've seen yeah. the Shawshank Redemption. Redemption. It's a freaking. Have you never I've seen totally it? never seen it. Oh my <laughs> god! It used to be on TBS. Like, like that was every... one of the TBS movies that was on. It's it was so great, man. Was it Tim Robbins in the rain? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Tim, what, Tim Robbins. What had had happened? Like, uh, I'll try and make this quick. Uh, Shawshank Redemption, I don't think did very well in theaters. Okay. So when it came up for eligibility for like TV uh, uh, syndication, uh, they were able to buy it for like super cheap. And like, not many people actually saw it in theaters, even though it was like, oh, weird. claimed or whatnot. So TBS bought it up dirt cheap, and they played it like every other fucking day. <laughs> they they did that with movies, hey? So much. Yeah, they did and that, that so much. And that actually built up its uh, popularity. Oh, crazy. What's I ho- kind of assumed that like Time Warner, um, do they, I don't know what film companies they have. I, I assume maybe Listen here, nerd. You're one. bringing up companies and <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> nerd. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, continue. Oh, well, it's, um, the, the, Wow, that messed up. The because um, uh, TNT and TBS is the same same company owns them. Time Warner, oh, okay. I believe. Anyway, whatever. Who cares? Uh, ABC. It's just interesting uh, that like a, such, okay. such a widely recognized movie is like a lot of people consider it, like one of the best ever. Um, it's a really really good movie. That it's so, just like it. Some guy tries to rate Tim Robbins, and Tim like, Robbins says he'll bite his dick off if he does. So then uh, it's a bold threat. So they just it's pretty great. But like it it's almost it almost yeah. went uh, it almost went completely. Unrecognized and unheard of, Weird. And unwatched, but like TBS just fucking threw it into the limelight. What's great, what's hilarious nice. to me is that like TBS was like a like it was one of my favorite channels, and their whole model is just getting content for cheap and replaying it over and over <laughs> again. And like I guess they just got, but the movies they got usually were I decent. Think they like, found so. the right stuff that was either good or like you could replay like a billion times over. Yeah, and they're people, always playing like the wedding mind. singer or something. I don't know. Mm, that's maybe not the greatest example, <laughs> yeah. but an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. So, anyways, um, season one, fantastic. Frank Darabont, fantastic director. You know, there's some flaws with it, just like anything else. But it's a good six six episode season. Do we want to get into when? when we can you get want, into it a little bit. When do you want to get into to why why the hell of this movie's this TV show is being thrown into most hated movie ever? Are you wanting to get into? Uh, that yeah, or? we'll. You want to argue now or later about that? That's my question to you. That I mean, that was it. <laughs> the end. <laughs> This is this is what I got to bring in. So you just have to deal with it. I don't Why know. Why are you bringing in a TV show? And because I hate it. Movie, but it's not a movie. Yeah, but it's 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 the greatest. 
It's like I have so many. Can notes I bring here. in like a magazine next week <laughs> or something? It's like almost the exact same format. It's a, it's a very similar format, and like they're similar in that they're both like visual product, like video productions. They're similar in that everything is the same except they put cut points except at different points and they filmed way except more. Except for the episodic nature and and the length of it, and specifically when we're talking most hated movie ever like there's an obvious uh, joke in that wordplay but you really can have a most hated tv show ever of the week because each episode is its own is own thing that well, can you be trying worse to say than that the this, last this, episode you're trying to say that this show is going to get better all of a sudden and that i'm gonna have to change my mind i mean i think it's gone up and down like i think season season three must have been better than season two season two was shit dude i just watched season six and it was horrible worse it's, than season it was the worst well, season I, yet I, I stopped watching walking the, i stopped yeah, watching walking dead at either the mid either the mid-season finale of season three or four i don't remember which i think four i promise but you, like it three gets, was three was better than two i promise you it gets more aimless than you ever could have I, I don't i don't doubt that but my point being is that like two Ooh. was clearly like this low point two is pretty bad it picked yeah. up a bit for season three and i think four but my point is is that it went down in season two and then came back up at least it's, a little bit it's funny i was in an argument with a friend yesterday and she gave me a big uh uh unsmiley face a frowny face when i you know she, oh but season two is so great it's season three that really sucked and i said well i'm gonna rip on season two pretty hard so um anyways back, my, back. my point being and why uh muller's a fool or maybe out of ideas for <laughs> most hated movies ever, <laughs> episode one episode, two, in episode I, got no more, I got no jerk. more movies to do uh that there is a major difference between movies and why movies are bad and why tv shows are bad because if a tv show is bad it's like a like to me like movies a lot of times it has to do with the characters but a tv show has like 40 hours or for several seasons worth to develop a characters so it's much more egregious if their characters are bad because they've had so much more time to develop in my yeah. point being is like that's that's a big difference between a tv show and a movie well it's like i'm not going to have the same criticisms though it's like but but I think that a lot of like the same criticisms you can use for movies you can use for TV shows like they're the, the there's, medium there's is so similar they're definitely similar but there's 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 striking differences and especially yeah but like I'm not I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna make points like about a TV show that wouldn't make sense for a TV show like I'll just do what's appropriate but they wouldn't make sense for a most hated movie ever like like you're, you're criticizing we're criticizing movies and i mean what do you want show. me to just say most hated tv show of the week here, no i don't because we don't have that segment <laughs> well we have it now and I'm, gonna, I'm pulling it out anytime i want so bring in a fucking okay, movie let, next week all right pal okay <laughs> let's uh let's I got, I got it so we got <laughs> no 28 days later 28 days later so rick grimes wakes up he meets with his family they try to fight off the zombie apocalypse. So season one is great, and then season two comes in, as you've <laughs> you already spoiled it on me. But uh, So they spend pretty much all of season two is spent on this farm. Why is season one great, first of all, before you compare it? It's competently made. The characters are pretty decent. The dialogue is relatively interesting. I would say... Sorry. They, they, they mostly <laughs> follow... like 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 So they're... This show is based on a comic book. I've read all the comics. There, it's like one of the better comic series I've ever read. Like I would be up into the middle of the night reading it because it's so good. And I started reading the comics probably five seasons into the show, so it's not like I'm oh I'm this diehard comic fan and I ripping on the show. Like I watched you know a hundred hours of Walking Dead or however many hours five seasons is. 
And then I read the comics, and then I, and then I started realizing, oh my god, this show sucks so bad because like the yeah. source material is really really good. Like it's like, you know, it's uh, it's like the Ghostbusters movie, right? It's like it's not. It it wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't based on something that was just so good. Yeah. Like, well, I'll even like. Season one is decent, but like other than the first episode, that's that's the only one I would call great. Like the other ones started to meander a bit, started to get into some. Uh, yeah, the CDC stuff got writing. pretty weird too. Yeah, like so they, the the whole arc of the first season is that they're Rick Grimes is within an episode or so reunited with his family, one or two episodes, and then they're trying to get to the Center for Disease Control to see, oh, I think we can get a cure or whatever. So they get there and. Spoiler alert, there's no cure, and there's just a crazy guy there who tries to kill them all. Um, so, sorry, were you going to... Well, it's also, like, I look at season one, it's like, other than the first episode, which is just a really great zombie movie, basically, um, it's, it's, it's just full of, kind of, after that first episode, they get more into just predictable writing sort of stuff. Like, every time uh, a character is going to be killed off, they get an inordinate amount of screen time yes. on, so that, on the episode that we, they get killed. That, yeah, me and Brain were just talking I, about that. I was telling them that. Like, um, I that was something I picked up on um, a couple seasons ago, and then rewatching or watching through season six, I think I, I predicted about three deaths coming. When I was like, wait, I knew nothing about this character an yeah. episode ago, and now I know like Way too much all yeah. about the family and the brother and the parent. And I'm and like, it's always boring. Why do I care about this? <laughs> oh wait, they're probably gonna get killed. And every friggin' time. <laughs> Every time yeah, they got killed. Because I'm not talking about like like major characters that often get no, big they're... screen time. It's like it'll be some character that's like some dude's sister, some one of the main characters' yeah. sister or something. And then all this like they're always just kind of in the background, a little quip here and there. Yep. And then all of a sudden, like one episode, like toward the end of the season, they're just spending so much time on him and, and like these really like emotive scenes. And it's like, well, we know who's getting bit by the zombie yeah. in the last five minutes of this episode. Yeah, so you can make yourself a little matrix at home if you like and uh, kind of just write down the screen time of each character and that'll be like your kind of way to predict who's going to die next. I think it's like a 90% yeah. success rate you'll have. If, unless, so. Yeah, unless it's, basic, unless it's Rick. Other than that, like... Yeah, other than like a really main character who already like, is yeah, clearly yeah. just developed normally. Yeah. Um, Rick or Daryl, because I, I don't think they fucking care about any of their other characters. So anyways, let's move on from all your stupid ideas. Mm-hmm. Season two. My stupid ideas of movies not being TV shows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who do you think you are? <laughs> yeah, who do you think? Where do you get off? <laughs> um, so they spend season two all at this farmhouse. Now, in the comics... Well, not in a farmhouse, on a farm. Sure. There's a house on the farm. There's a house on the farm. There's what a are you, house. This not, not the whole <laughs> thing in a house. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I'm um, on the farm. Sorry. So they're traveling along. They're in the forest, and Rick's son gets shot. And uh, I guess some hunter was accidentally shot him. He thought he was a deer. I don't know why he thinks that children look like deer, but no, no, no. Really he, shoots, he shoots a deer. The bullet goes through the. Either he misses the deer and hits the kid who was behind the deer who he didn't see, or I think it goes through the deer. Well, let's just compromise and say that he shot the kid on purpose because he hates kids. Uh, so they got to. I'm okay with the, the, the guy. The guy. <laughs> I'm finally a character I can relate to on this show. <laughs> So they they rush they rush the kid. They say the guy the hunter says, "Okay, we got a farm here. We can take we can mend up your kid. You know, Isn't you got a name, gotta, Cletus. 
Otis. 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 It's like the most stereotypical like Hunter Hick name. Yeah. Yeah. Or your Hunter Hick dog, which is my uncle Wolf has a dog named Cletus, and he's a hunter. It's an acceptable name for a dog. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. Not a human. Otis. Anyway, sorry, any Cletus listeners. That was the hotel. Um, the hotel guy in Red Heat. Remember the the lobby guy? Oh, I don't even. When Arnold's checking into the room. Man, you guys are like turning this episode into a Walking Dead like season. That's just fun. Can't, can't get to this point. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Well, maybe if no, we sorry. didn't have six seasons worth of content to go over and just a two-hour movie, this wouldn't end up being a forty-five-minute segment. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't. You wouldn't talk forty-five minutes on just a movie like Return of the Jedi, <laughs> would you? <laughs> Look, that Han Solo escape plan was like six seasons of a TV show. All right, pal. <laughs> okay. They bring the kid back. This is the comic. They patch the kid up. They have a few conversations. They leave. It's like 20 comic book pages. Remember, you're reading an Archie On the comic. farm. Yeah, it's like the five minutes to read. So what does the show do? They're like, oh, let's take that five minutes and expand it into a full season. And so like... And there are no plot points that are developed in that whole time. Like, the same amount of major plot points are developed. So it's just all filler. It's an entire season of filler. It's, they're just it's, faffing about. There's it's, probably, like, my memory, because I watched it when it aired, and I haven't rewatched. I certainly, like, sure as fuck have not gone back to rewatch season two. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> but, like, my memory of it is there's probably out of, what, like, 16 or so episodes, however many episodes there were, there's probably, like, four that we're actually driving the story for further. And not by much. And not by a lot. And then the rest was just like filler. Like get the zombie out of the well. Like that's an episode. Oh my God. Yeah. That, <laughs> that, I mean, can we talk about that? Cause like, so. It's so <laughs> that fucking dude. Okay. So there's an episode, obviously it's a farm. They're living on well water. So what do they find? There's a rotting zombie in the well. He's all bloated. A big bloated, Yeah, he's disgusting. a big fat. Yeah. He's pretty sweet looking, I Yeah, thought. he looks cool. All, yeah. the, cool all, the, all the zombie, or sorry, most of the zombie makeup effects in the Especially show Especially earlier in the show. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so they decide, well, why, why don't we just tie a rope to this zombie and pull him out of there? So they're, they're like, if we get this zombie who's been sweating and crapping yeah, already, and peeing. And... Already stupid because like. <laughs> like if we get him out, somehow oh, yeah. the water supply will become pure. It's like, no, that well and probably all the groundwater nearby will turn you into a zombie. Like yeah. you're screwed. Imagine, like this is a bad thing. Like if you had a water supply and there was a, a zombie in it and then you just easily, let's say you get the zombie out of there, no problem or whatever. Like you're just going to come up with a fucking cup, scoop it into the water and just. <laughs> Just, just down that bad boy, like ah, oh, that refreshing water. It's, it's, yeah, this zombie. I thing. mean, maybe they had a bunch of Brita filters or something. I don't in know. In the well, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't know. Maybe so. So then they get. So they get the idea. Well, let's tie a rope t- to like this fat zombie's like armpits. Like it's just around the top of his torso. Oh, I think you're skipping out on some more dumb stuff here. Oh right? yeah, sorry. First, <laughs> drop. Well, first they're trying to rope the zombie. So they they, but you know it's hard to do because he's like thirty feet down or whatever. Uh, and then they try and tempt him into the rope loop with like a piece of meat or something like that. And they're like, oh, no, the zombies don't care about uh, dead meat. They, don't, they want their, their meat to come from a live source. So their plan uh, to, to get to lure him into the rope is to lower down their friend. Uh, a live human. An alive human <laughs> yeah. down into the well to kind of bait him into it. It's like, why did this moron agree to this fucking <laughs> hideously dangerous plan? Because he's small. 
like it's just like, <laughs> just like such a fucking stupid plan. Yeah, and even if he's out, it's like your water supply is totally poisoned. Yeah, You've the, not the, solved the, anything. the main problem with this whole thing is that it's like, well, I guess we're not drinking from the fucking well anymore. <laughs> yeah. Even if we get this fucker. And out of uh, here. so what ends up happening is they t- they they successfully get the rope attached to the zombie and they pull him up. They've got the rope around the top of his armpit, so he's got all this weight on his bottom half. His yeah, fat like he's body. a big fat zombie. Yeah, he's a big fat zombie. He must weigh three hundred pounds and. 400 pounds with all the water that's absorbed into him. So obviously the zombie just rips in half and now there's just a bunch of guts in the well and it's like, I don't know. I guess their plan next was to go down there and scoop out the guts so they can drink the water. (laughs) Like, I don't know what. (laughs) Do they ever come back to where they get water from from then on end? Because now that it's like ripped in half in the, in the water well, like now you're definitely not drinking. They just move on to the next filler episode. Like it's just, I guess they found, there's no consequences to these filler episodes. I guess they found a water bottle plant close to the farm or something. Anyway, so uh, it's uh, it's just a big season of filler. So I'm not going to go through this, but like season by season or anything. Like I'll just hit some major plot points. But I just want to I just want to point. This is five minutes of of reading that gets expanded into like 14 hours of showtime or 12 or oh, 16. Yeah. It's like you can just imagine how much good content there is. It's like mostly I think there's just a bunch of stuff to do with pregnancy scares and stuff and Lori's yeah. Rick's wife is crying about Like I said, I would summarize or, season 2 as like four actual story driving episodes and however many there are after that it, it's all just fucking filler it's like maybe watch the first two episodes and the last two episodes and you're good right <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about carl hmm. Hmm. so carl is mm-hmm. sheriff rick grimes son and uh he is just one of the i mean it's people notoriously complain about him but he is just the worst actor he's the, he's the atypical uh, annoying child actor played by or annoying child character played by a bad child actor. He's he's so irritating and and what's what's most there's two things that make him very very irritating. He gets pretty decent like screen time and like talking time. There are, there are like two or three minute monologues just by him in this show Ugh, and it's <laughs> I, I think yeah, you I, didn't get to that I think point. I stopped watching before he got monologues you definitely because that would have like as soon as there was one of those I would have been like well um, that that would have definitely I, I could have been loving the show and just hating Carl like like he is and then as soon as they gave him one monologue I'd just throw out everything I liked about the show and be like I'm out of here <laughs> fuck this yeah it's, uh, it's it's horrible like he is just everything he says is just so cringe like cringe inducing it's 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 horrifying and what's What's especially like I said before, it's what's when you have something good that you ruin is that in the in the comic book, like Carl is an awesome character. Like he gets his he gets his eye blown out, which like he gets shot in the head, so he's like missing an eye, which does happen in the show. But then he just becomes like super badass. He's just running into like raiders' camps, like machine gunning them up and stuff. He's like, he's like he like people are scared of him. Like he's like he's like a scary guy because he's like he's just a kid too. He's like fourteen years old at that point, and like. Everybody in the camp is like, oh, man, Carl disappeared. And they're like, yeah, don't worry about it. Like, man, like he's uh, he's like like he's known he you can imagine him as him like growing up as a 25 year old that like he'll probably lead the whole thing because he's like a really intense like he's really cool. This was one of my problems with Carl on that show. Like I've read very far and or or, sorry, very not very far at all into the comics. I don't know how he developed or anything, but like. On the show, like, 
taking this just like typical whiny like loser annoying to watch kid and it's like well he's a badass now and it's like oh, oh god fuck like he's I got long like, hair and a high patch yeah, oh. yeah i don't i don't want to see this character yeah. as a badass like first it's like you've watched two seasons of him like oh dad can i wear your hat and like or whatever <laughs> yeah and now he's got like a silence pistol executing zombies and it's like oh geez like with this character like nobody wanted to see this yeah this character. and maybe in the comics it's different or whatever but like the way they've portrayed him up until that the point where they start to try and make him a badass is not like like oh yeah you really watch this character develop into it's, a badass like no. it's a real natural development and then getting shot in the head is like a really clear like that is a clear switch like he's kind of ramping up to being more of a badass but then once that happens they're able to make a bit of jump which makes a lot sure. of sense because he's gone Something through this traumatizing yeah. this traumatizing event and like and then there's eventually an arc where he just doesn't wear an eye patch anymore cuz he's like he's like pissed off that he has to hide it and it's like it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like he looks so disgusting and it's super gnarly. And uh, yeah, like there's a, there's a scene where he gets captured by like one of the, an enemy guy, uh, I don't know, like one by one of the villains and the villains just enamored with how cool he is. Like, yeah. like he doesn't like, he doesn't try to kill him or anything. He's just like, man, this kid is a, such a badass. Uh, well, well, this <laughs> and kind it feels of, right. This kind of digs into another, uh, problem i had with the show uh and its characters and its problem with characters but specifically one problem with the characters is that i don't think like this show knows how to write any character that isn't a badass if you've noticed like Mm. they always try and turn every single one of their characters at least characters that get good screen time into a badass like rick has become and i get it because it's 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 an apocalypse everyone's gonna have to learn to be tough but it's like every time i see on like a, a facebook comment section about the show or whatever it's like Oh yeah, Rick is such a, a badass, and and Daryl, Daryl especially, everything he does. Is well, just, I think that that's probably just where they got that from. Badass Carol, the fucking like loser wife who's getting beat by her husband now. Oh, she's a badass. <laughs> Everyone is just a badass on the show, which again, I, that, that it makes some sense there because it's a, po- a post-apocalyptic world. The only people that are really going to survive are probably badasses. Yeah, but when you're watching like what is a, a drama show in in the end. Uh, the only character dynamic you get is badasses. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and like, even if the characters like Carl are not characters you want to see as a badass. Yeah. And, that's and it. it's like, it's not that they can't do all those badass things, but it's not balanced out with other sections of their personality. It's like, yeah, Rick's a badass, but yeah. as, as they move on and he becomes kind of the leader of this community, he's also really diplomatic. Like he's really like, you know, people, people are so angry and they want to go, you know, kill another like village or whatever because they got attacked. And Rick's like, well, let's, let's think about it. Like, let's try to be yeah. diplomatic and strategic, you know? And like, to the point that everyone's mad at him, like he's a very smart guy. They almost did something really smart with one of their, with one of, with one Such of their, you almost did something really smart there. But, okay, so a, a character that I kind of got started to get annoyed with, not because of the character or the actor himself, uh, is Daryl because right. he became a, a fan favorite for good reason. Like he was, he was a fun, yeah, he's fun to watch. He's a fun, badass character. He has a good character watch. arc. He's like really um, stuffed up at the beginning and he slowly loosens up and becomes a part of this community. I, I, that, I found watching it was just like, everyone was always talking about, Oh, like, like they pretty much had like a badass Daryl zombie kill of the week. And, and it was like predictable oh. that something like <laughs> that would happen. And it's oh. like, I, that's when I started thinking about this whole badass thing. It was just like, that, that's the only thing to his character is that he's a badass. But then I remember what season three or four, uh, they he re like they find his brother again, who his brother was on the show early on and disappears, who was like this asshole, uh, redneck racist guy, and and 
he was an interesting dynamic being Daryl's brother because Daryl was uh, well integrated into the, the main camp. People liked him. He was a good contributor. And then his brother shows up again and is a huge racist asshole who have people have problems with. And I just thought, oh, this is a, this is a really smart dynamic because you've taken this character that everybody loves and, and you have he's, this character that everyone... put into the childish position yeah, again. You have this character brother. that everyone hates and, and he's, you know, it's his brother, so he's going to reunite with his brother. So everyone has to now deal with this, this stupid racist asshole because he's tied to Daryl, a character yeah. who everyone loves. Really smart. Immediately killed off. <laughs> Fucking, they kill, they kill Merle. Yeah, they uh, yeah Merle. They wow. kill great him. actor too. Yeah, really he's, like he's, he's great. Um, um, I think they're they're like other than Carl and maybe a few other characters. Most of the actors in this show are good actors. Well, that is like, partly due to Frank Darabont. Like a lot of these people were regular in his in his movie casts right. or somewhat regular, so he brought them on for the TV show. And that's why, yeah. There's, I, this is nothing against the actors, except maybe Carl. Um, <laughs> Even then, it's like you need a good director. You know, can maybe get a better performance out of him or or whatnot. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they they don't have an idea of what they're doing. So I have, I probably could go on for like an hour here. So I'm gonna have to cut down some of my more slim, yeah, my more slicing uh, points here. So. Uh, there's a new character who's just come on at the end of season six that everyone's talking about. Negan. He's so, one of... Because I've seen him plastered all... I, I stopped watching Walking Dead, but I've seen him, yeah, like, like years ago. But I've seen this this actor, character, plastered all over Facebook, like the Walking yeah. Dead Facebook, just, just from friends who have it liked or whatever. He's been plastered everywhere. He only comes on at like the end of the... The, le- the latest season? Yeah. Okay. Well, this is where I'm going to make the point that AMC should not be making this show at all. This this is a show that would be far better suited for like an HBO mm-hmm. uh, type company because... Which, sorry, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, which, which can be said about most Yeah, yeah, most, which, most which can be said about most, but, yeah. most but, drama shows. But specifically basically. this show, they cannot do this character correctly with okay. with who they are. Well, explain a bit about this character. Yeah, to, so to, to geniuses like me who stopped watching. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. Show. <laughs> um, so like Negan is definitely he's like to me he's like getting up there with like definitely not on par, but he's getting closer to like the Joker status of villain. Like he is an awesome villain. Okay, and they chose an awesome actor. Uh, from what was that guy? Yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, he's he's great. Most people yeah. would probably recognize him from. Uh, well, he's in Supernatural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Randy's it's like, like, yeah, most people recognize him from this, but I'm drawing a blank on the actual name of the... Yeah, anyways. Uh, whatever. So, so he's in uh, Watchmen. That's the one. Watchmen. Oh, he, right. He was, yeah, uh, the like, he was the comedian. Yeah, in, in total, totally awesome. Yeah, he's a good actor. So yeah. anyway, so the last episode of season six happens. Uh, this infamous scene with Negan. Finally, he gets revealed and he kills one of the characters. In the comics... Uh, I don't know. I, I, should I spoil a comic or I don't know. Uh, only nerds read comics. Yeah, only a bunch so of nerds. nerds read. Okay, so plug your ears here. So, but in the comics, they kill Glenn, the Asian guy, and he bashes in his brains, and it's actually pretty gnarly. Like his eyeball falls out of his socket, and he just like <laughs> it's pretty gross. So, um, so really cool scene. Like even the scene in the like it's it's just an iconic scene. So even even in the show, like it it's still pretty good. But it's like this guy is like the most foul guy ever. And it's like, he does it in sort of a charismatic way where you're kind of laughing because he's so funny. So um, I want to, so I want to, if you didn't know, AMC will allow you sometimes to say one F word 
per season, I believe. I think that was the rule with Breaking Bad, it, it's right? It's something so, like that. You know, pick it wisely. Well, you, you can have one. Do you guys have yeah. an example of when they used it in Breaking Bad? Uh, the one I actually, I actually do. I remember very specifically in Breaking Bad Season 3, main character, Walter White, played by Brian Cranston, uh, he's having a conversation with his old business partner, a legitimate business, who, who he feels this partner screwed oh, him over. I know exactly what and you're saying. And, then, and, then, and she doesn't really understand why, because she used to be really close with him. And she's like, oh, you know, I don't know. I'm... I'm trying to break this down as, yeah, yeah, as yeah, fundamental yeah, totally. as possible because it's, it's too much. He felt over. betrayed like, by her. Yeah, and, and she didn't really understand yeah. why and she didn't understand the person who he's become and, and she's she's saying that like, oh, I, I don't understand what you're saying. We're saying that we didn't do any of these things to you or whatever. And then this this is all Brian Cranston, like his fucking delivery. Like, I'm not going to do it any justice. I mean, it's just the two words. Uh, but he just like, he's he's almost like shaking a little bit because he's so pissed and he's like, fuck you. And it was just like, <laughs> he, the way the words came out of his mouth, it like punched yeah. you in the face. It was <laughs> like, so yeah, like they, it's like they knew they had one and they, yeah, they, it really slapped you. Yeah. Well, did he say that to the car wash guy? Because he says it to the car wash guy too. Yeah, that might have been a different season. Oh, maybe it was because he says it about his eyebrows. I don't remember. His eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. I don't anyway. remember. So you got your sheets of paper over there, Andy? That, I yeah, have some sheets of so mis- I, I mystery wrote, paper. I wrote down a few me. pieces of dialogue that Andy can read out. I got them numbered. It doesn't matter which order, really. But that'd um, be funny if you. So, so you, you might want to plug yours if you have kids in the car. So you plug yours. Keep your kids' ears open. No, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> look, the kids are going to hear these so, words either. So way. none you, of that pussy. You shit. read the line. I've been saying fuck and shit like <laughs> for like the last hour and twenty three yeah. minutes. You you read the line and. And uh, especially the first one, and then I'll read the line without without the the swearing that AMC is going to scrub from his character. So th- is this this is that is number a, one? Is this is from the yeah I'm reading this number is, this one. Is, this here. is a direct line from Negan from the comic? from the comic book. Oh, okay, okay, that's uh, that that best. that he says. So this is going to give you a description of what this character is like, and it, there's a bit of humor in the way that he delivers things. There's something visceral. So go ahead. Uh, mother fucking dick suck cunt fucking fuck fuckity fuck fucker fucking fuck fuckers. I didn't yell that, but there's an exclamation point at the end. Yeah. So he was probably yelling. <laughs> so, so, so if I were to uh, say the dialogue like AMC would say it, mother. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> so uh, do, you have a, do you have a second one there? I don't think we need too many examples to get the idea. Uh, number two. Uh, still, here I am, friendly as a fuckless fuck on free fuck day. <laughs> Should have been free f- free fuck Friday. That would have oh, been, been, been pretty good. good. Good alliteration. So it makes, you got a great actor who has great, di- great dialogue. Like hilarious because he's just always freaking out and just like, Everything that happens, he's just screaming. I'm a reasonable person, damn it! I'm, you know, he's just, he's just always indignant and screaming, and like, he's so funny. He, his, his dialogue is hilarious, and it's like, I, you can't do it. You can't do it on the show, and it's like, it doesn't matter that the actor's really good. It doesn't matter. Well, I was going to say it doesn't matter if the showrunners or writers are good, but we know they're not. So it's like (laughs) whatever they come up with is definitely going to be worse. You have this character who it's like a big part of his his shtick is that he's like just really foul. And it's like and he's like he's an awesome villain. He's better than the governor. Like he's a he's a super fantastic villain. And it's like as soon as I was like, oh, they're going to have Negan in the next season. I immediately know, well, they're going to ruin they're going to ruin it. 
So. Well, I, I wonder, not to derail your argument or anything, but like, I wonder if this is a case of AMC being shitty and pandering, which they do pander a lot. Um, or is it like because it's a, a cable network show and that the, and that they have to abide by certain rules or whatever? Because HBO, it's like you have to pay extra for HBO. Yeah. So they can, they can have a lot of vile shit. Another reason why AMC and, just should not be doing this show, they're not the right company to do it. They, yeah. they they can't do they can't do the show justice with what they're doing. Maybe if Frank Darabont was still running it, he would come up. Maybe he would just not use that villain, and he would come up with another villain that, you know, he understands what makes a character work. So he can come up with a parallel that's totally different, but is has the same aspects that make them like. Yeah, I th- I think you could probably still do it even without like the over to the top uh, vulgar language. Like you look at at again back to another AMC show, uh, Breaking Bad, uh, like. Uh, Walter White, Brian Cranston, the main character, like as he progresses into more of a horrible human being, like he does come across as powerful and menacing. And like that scene that I was talking about, like he says fuck once, and that scene was just so powerful. Sure. Um, and they had other powerful uh, villains and whatnot. It's just, yeah, I, they probably just haven't put it, the right show. It doesn't in. work for Negan at all. Like, yeah, it's like I, I'm you thinking, cannot replace it. I'm thinking they've 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 just put a showrunner in it who doesn't doesn't fully understand they probably understand it's like look you know we can't be too vulgar or anything but they don't understand how to get across that vulgarity uh without actually being vulgar and i think a smarter showrunner probably could yeah maybe maybe but i don't know like because you get kind of this idea of this like child in an adult's body in in like a way with negan like i'm not going to say that around his whole character because he's actually a really brilliant villain like he's really smart himself but he's like he's also like he's just got that immaturity to it and like yeah there's something about that that makes that so good so um also so in the if the, if you haven't seen the show in, in this last episode because the the new episodes haven't come out yet um so Negan, in this infamous scene, he has everybody on their knees, and he kills one of them to send a message. In the comic, he kills Glenn. In the show, the camera switches to first-person mode, and then the camera's looking at Negan, and then Negan hits him over the head with his big barbed wire bat, and right. then animated blood comes down the screen, oh, so and it fades it to credit, so you don't know who it was, and that's the cliffhanger yeah, of the show. Yeah, I remember hearing some <laughs> some like pissed-off reactions on, it's online so from people. Stupid, I didn't man. know what it was, though. It's, it's such a stupid way to do that, and like... It's yeah. That's that's like because they 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 have this formula. Well, we have to have this cliffhanger that mm-hmm. like really irritates people and like isn't like it's like you can have a cliffhanger that's like satisfying and makes you curious to know what's going to yeah. happen next. Like this is just it's just frustrating. So that uh, that really sucks. So one thing that I find I've heard that this is happening in the new season seven as well is that The Walking Dead is getting really into these like flashback sequences. Mm-hmm. So I think it was the first half of season six um, where the first like four or six episodes were all out of order. And like, so you would watch like half of the episodes would be in black and white because they'd be flashbacks. And the half of the episode would be, it would kept jumping to the past and the future. Like they're trying to do this memento kind of thing, mm-hmm. whichever, which everybody's ripped off. But it's like, so my friend, let's call him John, because that's, that's his name. Mm-hmm. Um, he took all of those and re-edited them and, sw- and swapped them so everything was in order. Mm-hmm. So you could actually like watch it. So you watch all the black and white sequences first, because that's what happened first. And it played out great. And I remember, and I'm thinking about this, and I'm like, I, it is baffling to me. I cannot think for any reason why they thought it would be a good decision to edit these out of order. Like learning this information in a different order 
doesn't doesn't add anything to the show. Like they're just doing it. It's like such a, like a faux creative, yeah, like thing to do. It's yeah, it's exactly. It's like a new photographer turning on the black and white setting and taking pictures of tree bark. It's like you got yeah. nothing to say. Yeah, it's also like not really delivering to your to the type of audience that watches the show because like most of the people watching the show aren't like big film or TV or 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 like buffs yeah you, like you can that. be tricked they're into very, thinking that was artsy but yeah it's like but they're very like casual watchers and it's like yeah it's like you don't look like don't try and you don't need to try and be like tarantino or david lynch and trying to tell non like non-linear non-traditional story structures it's like it's the walking dead your audience is mostly a more casual that's why they're like, taking advantage of them and trying to making this faux artsy crap you know okay. so I think, yeah, like, obviously, you got the weird characters, weird decisions there, weird story arcs, tons of filler, uh, bad showrunners. They fired Frank Darabont after season one, if I, if I didn't mention, I by the way. They fired, like, so many showrunners. They, they, like, anytime they make a good decision, there's this awesome arc with the governor where he kind of falls off the map and then they did some, this, they yeah, did some filler this episodes was, this with This was him. part of what made me stop watching. Yeah. They did some filler episodes where he kind of like, he's like a villain, right? So he, he kind of finds himself and he kind of decides not to be a villain anymore. Cause he falls from, he gets defeated and he feels really defeated. Yeah. And then so some nice re- people yeah, reevaluates his life. Yeah. Stumbles upon some nice people. And they, they kind of get him to reevaluate it. It's actually like what they were two really good episodes. I actually liked it, yeah, because you started to see because they didn't they again, they just portrayed the governor as a badass and they didn't really show you any behind the scenes, but showing who he became after his fall from being this this villain showed it's like, oh, this is probably like what he was more like before. It worked the for a television show. Cause in in the in the book comics, by the way, he is mostly just a badass. Like, you know, he has some stuff with his daughter being uh-huh. a zombie or whatever. But it's like but 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 this was a good transition to a television show because you can't tell the story yes. everything exactly the same way. Um, and then at the end of the two episodes, he just goes, "Well, I guess I'm a villain again." And he just kills yeah. somebody and like he just becomes a just, villain. He just immediately has his lust for power back within like an hour's time. No, within like a second. <laughs> like he just like <laughs> makes this decision, and it's like, yeah, the, the last two episodes you watched were just a waste of yeah, time. Like, like they is, just like yeah, it was it was like yeah. they just like crapped on your head. This is a like, re- reoccurring theme of what made me stop watching the show. Was just like. Yeah, it's like not interesting dynamics, and then you introduce an interesting dynamic, and it's immediately wiped out of the show. It's right. like it was an interesting dynamic for about three minutes, and then and then you never hear about it again. Yeah. They either kill the character or kill the dynamic, whatever it was. So in general, it's like the show just waters down things that made good. And a perfect example of this, this would probably be my last point here, is um, so there's there's a scene in the TV show where the governor, she's, he's, he's trying to intimidate, he's captured Maggie and Glenn or whatever. He's trying to intimidate them and he like threatens to rape Maggie, mm-hmm. right? So in the comic book, it's Michonne and he just rapes her. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, and it's like a really, it's like a horrifying thing to read. It like really punches you in the gut. But then later on when they leave, when she is, uh, there, there's a scene in the show where kind of she exacts some revenge on him and stabs him in the eye. In the comic book, she's like drill him in the shoulder and she's got like a blowtorch. Like it's like this horrifying like torture scene and stuff. And it's nice. like, dude, I don't even want to say everything because <laughs> like, it's like, that it's like horrifying. Awesome. So you're taking, yeah, she like sodomizes him. Like, <laughs> like it's like, it's horrifying. And it's like, I'm sweating just thinking about it because it's just like, it's like it really Turning punches you, you in the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting the vapors. Yeah, just like it really really punches you in the gut and everything in the show just like they, they could have even just implied some of these things and, sh- and shown it off screen yeah. but it's like no none of these things would even happen and it's like 
And but there are parts of the show that are do show some visceral things where they got people their heads are over troughs and they're cutting their heads off mm-hmm. like and all these weird things. So it's like they just jump back and forth. So they're like sometimes they're visceral when it doesn't matter, and then when it does matter, they're like, no, we can't show. Are that. they? <laughs> my memory of it, and I, I could be wrong, but like I think they're only like really visceral with the gore when it's a zombie. I don't think they do that with, with yeah. normal people. And that, yeah, that, that's it well, because nobody cares. Later on, it's not as disturbing to see a zombie disemboweled and then they, they cover themselves in the blood or whatever. A, a scene that you did miss is like later on, they go to this terminus place, which is supposed to be like, Oh, terminus will solve other problems. They get there and it's like, obviously just bait because like everywhere they're trying to go is always a dead end. And, um, so they get there and then like they get captured. So they, they're basically just lined up like, the people are just raiders, so they'll they'll kill you and take all your clothes and eat your meat or whatever like that. So they're just kind of in in, in a mm-hmm. what's that like a rope the line like an industry line or whatever factory line yeah yeah Assembly whatever line. so it's like and it's pretty gross because they're like humans they're cutting off their heads like it's like a, it, yeah you're kind of sweating like watching it because it's like it it's really dark and it's like so they're willing to do it there but like not in other places and it's like. Mm. It's just confusing. So, I, yeah, I could probably go on for another half an hour, but why I don't like this. But uh, good show that had potential and just went nowhere. And I don't know why the viewership just keeps going up and up and up. Well, it's, uh, on that note, a, a question I have for you, uh, maybe a couple questions I have for you. Like, do you intend to keep watching the this sh- this show? On I'm probably just going to keep watching it because of John. Because <laughs> like like well, this that, is like, that, that's the, my the, my the guy, second question. The guy pulled in like a season and re-edited it himself for a way that he thought was better. Like this is a guy who likes The Walking Dead, and I've even I've even been able to poison his mind. Like somebody who consistently kept he kept going like, no, this show's great, and he was really frustrated with me. But eventually, these criticisms seep into his bones, and now he goes, yeah, that season really sucked, and I'm winning. So well, I pro- I probably will watch more with him so I can rip on it more. <laughs> is, is is it just to rip on? Because I. And, and again, this will tie back to my, my problem with this being in the most hated movies ever. It's like, I understand watching a movie for ripping on its sake because a movie, you know, as, as, as long as some of them get are generally, it's over under three hours, certainly most of them under two hours. Um, and yeah, it's like you're in and out and it's like you can rip on it. But it's like, I, I can't imagine being like, oh, I, I'm just going to rip into this. It's like, but 50 hours of of just not great content. I don't understand why people it's watch a, It's it. like, it's a social thing. It's like I'm not gonna watch it alone. Yeah. Like, like I would never turn this show on like on my own. It's like, but you, you and you, you want to get together with your friends and bond with them, and especially if you get it, you know, as we know, if you can get a few guys going and you're ripping on it, you can have a really fun yeah, time. Yeah, like I, 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 so. I understand the ripping on it angle as someone who likes to, who will, ten, who ten. will sometimes watch movies for scientific purposes, but for me, I guess for me personally. I, I couldn't put up with that much. It's I'll, too much content right. to be like, I, I just want to rip on this. It's like, oh, God, i got to watch 10 episodes of this <laughs> shit? Fuck that. My motivations are, there, yeah, you have a social aspect. I read the books, and I'm going to keep reading them and probably reread them because they're really good. So I want to know what they changed so I can, you know, be a pretentious jerk and make everyone I know feel bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and like 10 to 15% of it is actually good. Yeah, so there, there those are, are those qualities. motivations all together... Even yeah. if it wasn't, even if it wasn't ten percent, fifteen percent, maybe if it was all bad, I would probably still watch it because of those other two things. I so. guess I already just I don't have the will for most TV shows because it's just too much content. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like as soon as something is not great or like in my opinion bad, like The Walking Dead, I'm like I, I'm not sticking around for because you know you watch the first episode and it's like oh there's some potential here. 
it's like I, I, I'm not I'm not sticking around for 50 hours of content for potential from you know a million episodes ago. Right. Yeah. yeah. Not worth it to me. I, I'm definitely not thinking that. Yeah. Same. <laughs> it's social for me too. I watch it with my brother and a friend, and we celebrate when the bad guy kills someone important. There's so many characters we all just hate. Um, <laughs> Nobody important that, dies on that show, though. Well, That's another problem I have with annoying it. people die. Okay. And well, it's awesome. hopefully Negan killed somebody important. I, I think really. He, I think he killed Maggie, but I don't. You know, whatever. Yeah. So She's pregnant, and so then he kill a baby too. That'd be cool. Oh yeah. They don't have the balls to kill a baby. They, they didn't kill, did they kill, they didn't kill Rick's baby, did they? In the show? Yeah, they killed her, didn't they? Well, yeah, she get no. Or she comes back. No, they they, they, they told oh, with man. you that she died. I remember this because it was another one of the things where I was like, because I had heard that I had. Oh, I, I remember I, I had I had accidentally read some spoiler from the comic that Rick has a has a child, uh, and then the, like a, a little baby, and then the baby dies. Dude. And and <laughs> then I remember on the show when it got yeah. to that point, and I knew it's like, oh, the baby's gonna die here. I, they teased it at the end, and it's like, and the way they teased it was just so fucking obvious. That it's like, yeah, yeah not Brayden, I don't know if you can pull up that shot from the comic of just like search like Judith dying, walking dead or whatever, but I'll just explain Does it. Judith die? Or yeah, if you, if you can find it. But in the comic, it like, the, if you just imagine this frame, it's Laurie, the, the mom holding a baby and half of their bodies are being blown away by a shotgun. So like half of Laurie's waist is like being blown away in an action oh, shot and the baby's like sweet. head yeah, I and it. stuff I is it. like gone with her and stuff. Like it's just this one shotgun oh, blast. Oh my God. It's like, it's sick, man. It's totally awesome. Sounds awesome. And then, oh, let's watch the TV show. What happens? Oh, no, it's a crib and it looks like a little red. And she gets yeah, that's where, that's where I thought like, it was, was really that, obvious. Is that shot not awesome? Yeah, I see. It's, it's pretty cool. I, th- I thought I heard the baby gets run over by like a tank or something. <laughs> I swear I heard that somewhere. <laughs> Just this. That's like dead snow. I think somebody gets run over with a tank. Or <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyways, so if I had a, a poster slogan for this, I don't know, maybe like the faffing dead. Because they faff about. Because they faff about. What's all faff? The, you know, you're, you're faffing about. You know, you're season not up two, to terms with the British lingo of faffing yeah. about. <laughs> See, season two, you no. know, it's all filler. They don't do anything. They're just faffing about the whole time. Uh, so we got the faffing about dead or the faffing dead. Also, maybe like uh, the walking don't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. Cool. Walking. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, okay. So yeah, if, uh, I guess that's the end of our episode here. Are you guys got any, oh, did you have a, did you already, you already said your Blair Witch poster here. So I rambled uh, a bit. rate yeah. real movies with real men on iTunes. Also, you can hire us for your children's birthday parties. If you like, we'll come along. No kids movies allowed. Yeah. We're going to show them a, well, we're going to show these kids how to criticize movies. Yeah. Um, we'll watch some Robocop with them, show them what a real movie's like. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, you know maybe uh, one good strategy is like you can ask the kids to vote on their favorite movie and then we'll sit in with them and uh, show them why that's such a bad movie so uh, and well, it, you know kids stuff so, you know three twenty nine ninety nine is our, our starting rate you gotta feed us too yeah you have to feed us in flights as well so uh, yeah that's our, that's a good call to action right get people on board with the with the yeah. brand yeah so uh, I think we had five kids' parties jobs this week. So, I, you know, we're not booked up yet. So, Yep. All right. We're well, done here? I'm going to go take a piss. Cool. I want to go watch. See you later. Roar. <laughs> Roar. 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 Roar.